Welcome to a new episode of Feedback on Track. I'm your host, Nick Dang. How's your week going so far? Do you usually need to be creative in your job or your personal life? How often do you hit a lack of inspiration in your quest for creativity? Let's talk today about how to spark creativity and find inspiration in whatever that you do. So yesterday, I was trying to come up with the topic for today's episode. And guess what? Nothing happened. I kept reviewing some notes that I usually keep on, on a small notepad, trying to read ideas that I had jotted down before, uh, trying to remember what I did over the weekend and see if I had anything inspiring, anything exciting. I had a good weekend, pretty relaxing, but I felt that nothing really exciting could be used as the usual anecdotes that I, I give to you on each episode. So I was trying to brainstorm. And you know, when you get into this brainstorming mode, you're trying to review some notes, trying to find ideas somewhere in the back of your mind or by looking around you. And you keep trying and nothing happens. We could call that the writer's block, but in this case, it was not even writing. It was just thinking. And for some reason, nothing was coming to mind. So at some point, it's like a movie. I, I, I put my head in my hands, feeling, oh man, this is so annoying. Why am I not able to come up with an idea? And at the specific moment when I was looking down, I started thinking, you know what? I don't have any inspiration right now. Oh, that might be the topic for today's episode. So yes, today we're talking about inspiration. We're talking about creativity. And all of us at some point have to use creativity. I have to feel inspired to do something in life. And you know what? I think most of us don't believe our ability to be creative. And we always underestimate this side of ourselves. So let's try to find some causes of why we are sometimes uninspired. You feel tired. I mean, how did you sleep last night? Last night was uh, Sunday night. You probably had a good weekend, but you probably didn't wake up that early on Saturday and Sunday, so maybe you couldn't sleep well on Sunday night. You wake up this morning, you feel exhausted, you have to go to work, you feel definitely already uninspired, and on top of that, you feel a bit slow. And you know, like that kind of feeling, like if you really sleep deprived, when each step of the way feels so difficult, it feels like climbing a mountain. And on top of that, even your thoughts feel they are always one step behind. You phrase something and the person has already moved on to a new topic. You feel like you have an idea, but by the time it comes out of your mouth, it's already too late because you are not functioning at your regular pace. So feeling tired, physically or mentally, definitely impacts the way we create something, we feel inspired, and we can develop ideas. Another cause might be that you are not fully engaged in what you are trying to do at the moment. Even you would feel distracted. So your mind is racing because it's thinking of something else, even before you have achieved what you are currently working on. So you're thinking about another topic, about another issue. Whatever happens is that you will not find the inspiration because you're lacking the proper focus. And when you lack proper focus, obviously, inspiration is not going to be easy to come by. Another aspect would be that 
you feeling too much pressure. Imagine you have a deadline at work. That deadline is a bit short. Automatically, you are pressing for time. You are forcing yourself to come up with an idea. You are forcing yourself to be creative, to be inspired. And that does not necessarily work for a lot of people. Or the task at hand is not even your priority. Either because you have too much time in this case, and therefore you think that you don't need to start now. However, if you were to start now, you know there's some imperatives that are requiring to start now. Maybe your whole month is going to be so busy that that's the only moment when you can do this task. And you want to get rid of it. You want to feel more relaxed about it after you complete it. However, this is not the right time to even feeling inspired by this. Somehow, because the deadline is now too far or because it's just not the right moment, it's not the priority. And if it's not the priority, maybe the pressure that you need is not here to help you accomplish that inspiration process. Now, let's try to think about some solutions as to when we don't really feel inspired and what can we do about this lack of inspiration? Let me give you my personal experience because as an independent trainer, I work a lot on developing my creativity and inspiration because everything falls onto me. The responsibility to come up with the idea, the responsibility to implement it is my responsibility. So what do I do usually when I don't feel inspired? Well, yesterday when I could not come up with a topic for today's episode, I decided to just move on. I decided to to say, you know what? Right now is not the time. I'm not even trying to understand the reason necessarily, but I just know it's not the right time. The the, the seed for inspiration, the seeds for creativity, the, the, the energy is not here. So the longer you force it, the harder you try to get to something, the less likely you are to succeed. And this is this has to do with learning how to let go and Letting go will be the topic of another episode because it's a huge topic to address. But letting go, that sometimes whatever you try, whatever you want to get or want to do, it is not going to happen. It's just the way it is. Whatever you need to achieve cannot be done right now. In the future, we learn how to understand why. And again, the causes of why or the, the way we are feeling at that present moment. But for now... Let's just think that when it's not the right time, it's not working, just move on to something else. Maybe you are more of a morning person. You feel creative in the morning. You feel inspired. The day hasn't started to clutter your mind with stress, with worries and other issues. So you feel more creative in the morning. Then go for it. Or on the contrary, after the day is over and you finally can say that, okay, now I'm at home. I can focus on the things that I like. Maybe you write better at night. Who knows? It's just the fact that you have to remember when it's not working at this moment, there's probably a reason, a legitimate reason. So move on to something else. Now, another thing that I've tried and that works great for me, it works for every time I try to prepare a speech, a training, a presentation, and now I've discovered even to prepare those podcast episodes, I start talking out loud. So obviously, if you have people around you, uh, let them know what you're up to because if you start speaking out loud they really might question your sanity and that is never good but if you let them know 
that you are in a creative process, that you need to get this inspiration, let them know that the best way for you to do it is to actually put yourself in a situation that you will be at the moment where this objective needs to be accomplished. So when I prepare a speech that I'm going to deliver, when I prepare a presentation, a workshop that I'm, I'm going to deliver too, I just stand up in my room and I start talking. No notes, no structure. I just start talking out ideas. And the way I do it is I record myself either through video or mostly with a voice recorder because I'm more interested in the brainstorming of ideas. And the brainstorming session doesn't feel as formal just because I don't call it a brainstorming session. I just stand up. I imagine myself addressing the audience, in this case, addressing you, and then I start talking it out loud. When I do that, ideas really come more naturally because I make it into an informal conversation. I really believe that if I visualize a cool audience, like almost like a friend, and I just start speaking naturally, spontaneously, ideas always come more easily. And again, Yesterday, that's what I did. Once I got into the inspired mode of talking about the lack of inspiration, suddenly I started talking it out loud. And you know what? Ideas kept flowing. Obviously, they won't flow always in the order you want them to. But the point is to have the ideas, keep them at hand, and then organize them. So for me, this is one of the best ways when I feel uninspired. It's really to put myself in the actual situation and start enjoying the role. Next time, if you have to prepare a presentation for work, prepare a speech to raise funds, prepare to address something for your organization, your association, just do that. Just try to put yourself in the situation and see if you feel more inspired rather than just sitting at your desk with a blank Word document or a blank page of paper and really trying to get ideas magically to fall from the sky. Most of the time, it won't happen. We always expect this aha moment that ideas will flash over your head and then suddenly you get a breakthrough moment. Yeah, it's happened to me a few times, but I did not expect those moments. You see, the thing with aha moment is that you should never expect them. Otherwise, they lose the true essence of being a aha moment because they are not surprising anymore and they're not catching you off guard. So if you want to feel inspired, try to put yourself in this role start speaking out loud. Now, if you like inspiration, there's another way that you can go about your business and be inspired. Find an activity that relaxes you and that uses more of your creative instincts or your emotional instincts. Because when we try to be too rational to come up with ideas, to come up with a plan, an outline, usually what happens is that we really focus not on the creative side because we focus on the rational side and those two are not really compatible when you start any reflection or creative process. So you like to play guitar, you like to walk, you like to watch movies, do that and you might feel inspired as well. Who knows? You will get a new perspective, you'll get new ideas, you get new emotions rising inside you. You don't know what can happen and these in turn can create inspiration. Now, the second point for today that I want to make is that let's not confuse lack of inspiration and the lack of creativity. You see, if you're not inspired, it does not necessarily mean you are not a creative person. The lack of inspiration is just temporary. The lack of creativity is more of a personality trait. It's more of a long-term view of coming up with ideas. 
So when you understand those two time frames, short term versus long term, you remove the burden and the pressure of you to be inspired and creative. And again, let's get this straight. You don't need to be an artist, a celebrity, a public speaker, or anybody in the creative field to feel inspired and more importantly, to feel inspiring. Because you see, we all have our personal stories, our personal experiences, and core values that guide the way we live our lives. When you put all of them together, you have a vision, you have a mission to share your experience, to share your personal story, following your core values. This is the source for inspiration. We're not talking here about being a designer, designing a logo like I'm trying to do right now on my website, but we're talking about your values, your experience, your personal stories is where inspiration should come from. You don't need to look any further than that. Everything that you need to be creative and inspired is already within you. The difficulty is to find the proper angle and perspective to look at yourself, your story, your experience, your values, and turn them into an inspiring idea. If you're able to do that, then inspiration won't be a problem. But there's a caveat to that though. You need to be authentic about it. You can be lying to yourself and lying to people about who you are, what your experience is made of, what your core values are. Because if you start lying to yourself about those key aspects, essential elements of your inspiration, in this case, you are breaking the foundation of your house even before you start building it. And what I mean is, by lying to yourself, by not being authentic, you cannot convey authenticity, genuineness, and therefore you cannot inspire anybody. If you can't inspire anybody, you definitely cannot inspire yourself. How can you inspire yourself with something that is made up of lies or exaggerations or embellishment of whatever you've accomplished or whatever story you have to share? You need to be clear from the beginning that if you're not authentic, don't even try to be inspired and inspiring. Getting back to the kind of personality everybody has, I'm from an accounting background. I used to like accounting a lot. For me, it was very black and white, very structured, easy to avoid subjectivity and be very objective about the mission. So for me, it was never an issue to work in accounting. However, now running my own business, I cannot be only focused on the accounting and on the black and white nature of things. I have to use more nuances in what I do, and therefore I need to feel more inspired and more creative. So now I need to develop trainings, I need to develop ideas, I need to nurture those stories, and that requires inspiration. So you see, my personality originally is not made to be creative. And many times I've told myself, you know what, I'm not a creative person. I cannot come up with new ideas, I cannot inspire people, I cannot develop new programs. Yet, I'm still doing it every day. I'm still trying to find ideas every day for the two episodes that I share with you every week. And it's hard sometimes, for sure. But eventually, you work more on it, you develop more ideas, you get used to it, and you get proud of it. And this repetition actually leads me to the third idea for today, is that creativity is really like a muscle, like your brain, like your muscles, need to be trained when you go to the gym. You need to train your creativity. 
And if that goes from journaling, writing down ideas whenever they come up to your mind, reading more, watching movies that inspire you and give you more ideas, then that's what you need to do. And for me, I got three things I do a lot and that really help me increase my inspiration and creativity. The first one is you need to question everything around you, which means don't take anything for granted. When someone tells you something, acknowledge what they're telling you. But eventually, if you want to be sure of what people tell you, you need to double check the facts. You need to double check the story. You need to understand where this person got the information from, how they used it, and for what purpose. You question everything because you want to make sure that once you accumulate ideas and knowledge in your knowledge bank, which is going to be used in the future for anything you have to do, you need to make sure that this bank is, is healthy, is sound, that everything that goes inside your mind has been checked, is useful, and can be used again in the future. The second thing that I do is I observe a lot. I observe everything around me. I question also, and I try to analyze what's going on around me. It could be anything. You go to the restaurant and you wonder, why did they put the kitchen here? Why did they put those three tables here and then one table only in the back? I try to understand that because for me, that's how I get ideas. I want to understand how people think. I want to understand how people act. I want to understand how people implement ideas and by observing and trying to understand how they do it, that gives me more material, more fuel, more input to what I can use in the future as ideas, as inspiration. So observation is key for me everywhere I go. And that will be my word of advice for you right now. If you are addicted to your phone and you cannot be one minute without looking at your screen, Use these moments on the bus, on the train, on public transportation, in the waiting room at the, at the doctor to stop looking at your screen. Look around you. Think about what you see. Think about why you see it and how you want to use this new information. Maybe you are remodeling your house right now. You go to the doctor's office. You look up and you see this nice painting. You see this nice background on the wall. Or you see this nice furniture. Don't you think that could be a great idea for you to remodel your house in the future instead of playing Candy Crush or whatever games you have installed on your phone right now? Think about it next time you want to look at your screen, take a moment, stop, and look away. Look around you, observe, and get inspired. And the third thing that I like to do, or I try to do my best because sometimes it's so hard, I try to be amazed at what's around me. See, every time I see something that put a smile on my face, I don't know, a cool building, a nice coffee shop, or like a nice situation, I try to embrace it and think, you know what, this is really cool. Or a situation like today is Monday morning and I'm not in the office. I'm instead walking around my neighborhood and I just came across this cool coffee shop. Well, guess what? The fact that you are amazed about little things, not only exceptional events, but little things around you. I would say even being grateful, but again, gratefulness will be a very big topic to address. Just now, be amazed at what's around you. You go to work every day. Do you even pay attention to things that are on your way to work? Or because you do it every day that you took it so much for granted that now it does not even matter. You don't pay attention to anything around you. So take a minute sometimes to look up and see, oh, I didn't know there was a tailor there. 
I didn't know there was a dry cleaning place there. And any little details for you to keep your mind aware of things that you usually take for granted. What are the three takeaways from today's episode? There are many causes for lack of inspiration, but the good thing is we can remedy them. And I've mentioned to you things that I do to help me, one of them being standing up in my room and trying to speak out loud of the idea I want to convey for a speech, a presentation, a workshop. And this really helps me spark creativity and inspiration. So you see, there's a lot of things. You can find also an activity that relaxes you and helps you get more ideas to become more creative and inspired. Second, the lack of inspiration is not the same as the lack of creativity. Lack of inspiration for me is more short-term. You can definitely get over it because you change your environment, because you change your perception of your environment. Lack of creativity maybe is more long-term and something that you take for granted and think, I'm not a creative person, therefore, I cannot come up with new ideas. So get this out of your mind because point number three, creativity is like a muscle. It can be trained, it can be strengthened, but you need to make conscious efforts for this training. Again, stay true to your core values. Share your personal story. Be proud of your background. Question everything. Don't take anything for granted. Observe a lot. And finally, feel amazed at what's around you. When was the last time you felt uninspired to start something? Were you waiting for an aha eureka moment? Feel free to share with me if this happened to you lately, if you felt uninspired and still you found a solution to get over the lack of inspiration and came out with something brilliant. And as always, if you like this episode, please share it with someone who might as well be a creative person, but also feels uninspired at times. Thank you so much for listening to this new episode of Feedback on Track. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to listen to two new episodes every week. And I will see you again on our next episode.